A few moments later, she opens up the door. She grabs you by the front of your dressing gown and pulls you inside. Stranger, you, you, you bring the, you bring to me the phantom, the phantom of truth. You, you, you have, you have the answers. Yes. What are you talking about? You, 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 why, why won't you tell me where, where it's at? Where is everything? I don't know where, whatever you're talking about is. Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. If I were okay, then you wouldn't come for me. I wouldn't need you, but I need you now. Phantom, Phantom of Truth. What is going to become of my mother? What is going to become of the throne? Are you, are you back on the drugs? She straightens up. God damn it, Richard! You don't even. You can't even just handle any of the lines from this scene. Oh. I'm trying to do something here, and you do this. I mean, I love the costume. It looks great on you. For fuck's sake. You were, you were acting weird earlier. I'm acting all the time. You know that. Yes. So did you come Did you come to gloat that you got the, the spot? I mean, I'm glad we're working together. You know, I'm kind of glad we're working together, too. You just seemed really off earlier. Seemed a little bit too happy. Well, I was happy. We've got a, we've got a, uh, something. We got a project here that could work. You know, I mean, there, this guy's a bit weird and strange, and you know, the rest of the cast. I mean, they're not bad. They, they, they're, could, some of them can use some work. I'm glad Olga's on this gig. Yeah, they could use some work, but I think we got a good crew. I mean, I'm really interested in what, uh, you know, what Jules is is gonna be like, but. You know, and I hate to say it, but Simone nailed it. I mean, have you ever seen any of her movies? They're absolute dog shit. Don't think that I have. Yeah, most people haven't. I think maybe a dozen people have. And now the blockbuster's gone. You know, she's probably streaming on like, you know, some off, you know, horror cultivated, curated thing only. But she's got some skills. Yeah, I think... Well, I think I know that you're trying to push them to do their best, right? See, kind of getting on their nerves a bit. Yeah, get them, get them fired up, you know, and Royal. I mean, I don't care what they say about podcasters or Twitch people. I mean, most of them try to just be celebrities, but damn, you know, Royal at least has got some skills that are going to, that are going to translate over into something valuable. I agree. Um, I, I can't tell. Is Royal a boy or a girl? You would have to ask Royal. Gee, that's cringy. That's just not some shit you ask. Hey, if you're, if you're wondering, you gotta ask questions. I guess you're right. Uh, I got a line. Uh, did you want any? No, I'm done with that. Okay. Just don't do too much. I won't. I'll be all right. She heads over to a tiny mirror and with a small metal straw, uh, she gets rid of some of the uh, the party effects or the party favors in a quick pool. Please tell me you cut back on that a bit. Absolutely. Okay. She takes what's left on the on the mirror and rubs her teeth. Licks her, licks her mouth. All right, let's go. It's almost three o'clock, right? Yeah, but yeah, hopefully you cut back because you know how concerning 
that was. Yes, dad. Or should I call you daddy? And she walks, walks to her door and opens it up and starts to head down the hallway. Olga Royal and, and Simone, you see Anita walking with a purpose down the hallway toward you. Well, looks like Richard found Anita. Yeah, she looks fine. Her eyes are wide. Are we ready to go? I think so. I'm going to go get Jules then. Sounds good. Let's go crush this thing. I'm going to go downstairs. Cool. Fuck yeah. I go, I'm going to jog down to Jules's room. Okay. And knock. Jules, you feel someone shake you awake. As you wipe the cobwebs from your eyes, you see a like a definious gown kind of flow around the corner and someone's knocking at your door. Hello? Uh... J Jules? Uh, I'll go open the door. Oh, hi, Olga. I'm sorry, I thought I saw someone in my room. What? Um, hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna go look around real quick. Okay. You can come in if you want. I'm, I'll step in. Okay. Olga, the smell of evergreen trees in here is quite strong. As the windows open and you see that the forest outside the window is pretty thick. Can I go to the window? Yeah. There wasn't trees there before, was there? Like what? No, we're in this. We're in the city. Then I look. You look what? And you see that there's trees. Okay, this is odd. I keep telling people there's weird shit happening. Simone's like everything is fine, but now your room is in the middle of a fucking forest. What is happening? His room is set up a little bit differently. On the wall, there's a beautiful tile mosaic of a bulbed topped, maybe a church or cathedral. And there's also a, like a geometric yellow design in the mosaic as well. I'm going to look around my room and just, okay, this, either he's a very method director and he's changing our rooms so that we're in character or I don't even know what that's that that has to be the answer because otherwise I don't know what else could be the answer Jules is dressed in a Kaftan Mumu style outfit which isn't necessarily that out of character for Jules <laughs> um okay you it feels like half of our cast is in denial because, yes, method acting, but to somehow physically put a forest... Can I stick my hands out the window? There, It's not like a, like a sheet painted like a forest. So you open the window and you push, and it you feel a sheet. Okay, now I'm the crazy one. And you look at it, and it does now... Like, when you touch it, you can see that it's simply a painting. You push the sheet aside and you see the street down below and you smell San Francisco, which has its own smell. At least this part of the Tenderloin has has its own smell. Okay, maybe I'm just very tired. I think we're all in that boat. And I'll look, I wasn't wearing this before, was I? Like this outfit? I, you don't remember. Let's just go downstairs. I, there's got, I'm, Let's ask the director. I'm sure there's an explanation. There has to be an explanation. So, so 
but here's the thing is your room has changed and Simone's room has changed. I haven't been in my room since last night. I don't think I want to go into my room if people are changing shit up. And Richard's mask was made out of something different because he's the stranger. That's why his- That's the character name. Yes, but it burned his face. It didn't burn my face. It didn't burn Simone's face. It didn't burn Royal's face. Is it because the stranger, isn't it supposed to be like a ghost or something in the story? I don't remember. Does that explain why they used a different mask to make his mask? Like... Probably. Sir. (laughs) I don't... I'm... There's got to be an explanation. I don't know what's going on, but there needs to be an explanation. That's the only option. So we need to go, go downstairs, I think. You're right. Yes, you're right. You're right. I'm worried about nothing. Uh, let's, yeah, let's go downstairs. Everything is fine. So you head back out into the hallway and Royal is speaking with Simone and Richard has, has finally come out of Anita's uh, room. And Jules, you see Richard wearing that. Uh, are we doing costumes already? Oh. Yeah, they fitted me with the suit earlier. Okay. Huh. Let's, um... I guess I'm the only one that hasn't had their mask done, so maybe we should go downstairs. If if for any reason that it um, burns, um, I do have extra cream that I got. I've got some as well, so something's happening, and I'm, I think the director owes us an explanation. I think you guys are overreacting. I mean, it, look, it's not <clears throat> gaslighting, but <laughs> I've worked on enough... There's, there's enough scripts out there that will mess with your mind and make you think things are happening that aren't happening. I mean, look at Poltergeist. After two days? I'm, in, I'm inclined to agree with Simone to an extent. Like, I think there is an explanation for it, and I don't think it's... I think perhaps this director is just very method. Very method. This is, this is coming from the two that have air conditioning and a view from their window and aromatherapy. I mean, you have. I'm assuming he would. He's done that to all of ours. I'm guessing it's just some weird quirk of his that he wants to, the actors to live in. I don't know. Like Daniel Day Lewis would do the same thing. I'm gonna go open my door just to see if something has changed in my room. Then okay. You notice that your room is doubled in size. Why? It's because the wall between your room and Royal's room has been removed. And so can we can't see this, though. We're, like, down the hall still. Like, we're not... Yes, Olga went down to her room and opened up the door. Hey, uh, Royal, you want to come check this out with me? Okay. And then she'll walk down there and walk in through, I guess, Olga's door. Because it'll be the nearest one. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> and... Didn't realize we were going to be roommates now. Um, <laughs> this is weird. There's no air conditioning. Mm... So hot. Well, this is um, peculiar. Did uh, did you? And I'm guessing you didn't request this. I didn't request this. It's it's not. It's a hard thing to remove a wall <laughs> suddenly, especially in hotels like this. She's just going to stand like hands on hips, looking at it like I'm. I'm not an architect. I'm not a foreman. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't have the brain capacity for this. I don't. It's weird. 
um, this whole thing is weird, and um, I'd say I'm not here for it, but I am for weeks, so let's... Well... It's a different kind of room service. Oh my god. And apparently our AC just got removed. I think they put it in Simone's room. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what was, uh, you said Jules' room was different, or was there anything? Yes. For one thing, apparently, it looked like a real forest, but it's not a real forest. But he had, like, a forest, and it smelled like evergreens in his room. Um, that sounds really nice. Like, maybe we should switch rooms with one of these two, really. Yeah, maybe, like, if they take a nap, we'll come back and our room will also be upgraded. Our upgrade has been that we're sharing one. Hooray. Oh. So Richard and Simone, you two are heading down or are you waiting for them? Waiting. Or Jules? Um, I'm heading okay. down. I'm heading down. I would head down as well. Okay. So as you walk by, the elevator opens up and takes the three of you downstairs. Uh, Olga and Royal, are you guys heading down as well? Olga, what are, what are your thoughts? I mean, we've we've kind of like hung out the most, more than the other three. Someone's face is covered now. Anita's yeah. uh, got something that I think she came with. It wasn't this place. I think it was her. <laughs> uh, and um, Jules and Simone. I don't know, but I... things aren't adding up. No, I agree. A lot of things are not adding up. We need to talk to the director because this is getting weird. Their whole nonchalant, oh, they just upgraded my room while I was asleep is kind of weird. Also, Jules was like, somebody's in my room. We didn't see anybody in his room. But so um, if we don't get answers, I say we get out because how much weirder is this gonna get i think that's a question we're not supposed to ask but um also i think fair maybe we should do you think we should also talk to someone here at the hotel like i mean front desk front desk like concierge someone i don't know well i think we have a little bit of time we could probably stop by the front desk and ask and then get to rehearsal because if we aren't on time, who knows what's going to happen? They may take our kidneys. Well, good news is they've already taken our mask situation. Oh, good, yeah. So, you know, we get to leave also, with that. very weird. Yeah. But more than one kidney. I only have one face. Fair. Uh, we're going to, I guess, go to the elevator to go to the front desk. Okay. Elevators won't work. But we're taking the stairs. Isn't that weird, too? Like, they just left, right? But I think at this point, we don't, like, out of character, we don't know what is and isn't working because it's been oh, so, no. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's just weird. Everything is weird here, and I think we The elevator just doesn't work. Not. They put all of their efforts into remodeling and deconstructing the rooms <laughs> and no effort into the <laughs> elevator. Or the AC. No. Mm-mm. No, we have priorities. It is not the elevator. You head down to the second story where the uh, concierge is. And uh, you see that there is a dapper woman kind of just uh, standing there at the desk. Looks at both of you and smiles. 
Um, hi. 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 Hello. Um, my my name is Royal, and we have rooms that we have some questions about. Oh, certainly. What what kind of questions do you have? Do you like the the changes that we made per your request? Per our request, um, can you tell me when those requests went in? Uh, earlier this afternoon. Who made those requests? Oh, you did. Were you are you happy with them? I asked you to take a wall down between our two rooms. Yes, luckily it was one of the air walls. You did happen to have one of the conjoining rooms where that is uh, available. Okay. We are able to uh, to reset the room that way for you. Are you, Do you want us to split them again? I mean, we could do that if you like. I would prefer that everybody stay out of our room, if possible. Sure, we can do that. We won't have anybody go into your room this point forward, then. Unless Olga, I guess it's our room, so it should be a joint decision. No, now, I, but... I, I agree with that. I would prefer people to stay out of, uh, out of our room. She begins typing on an unseen keyboard. All right, um, you are listed as do not disturb uh, for the entire time that you're here. Now, if you want to change that, you certainly can. Just just come to us, and we can make the uh, make the adjustment for you. Um, we do ask that you know for any linens. Normally, we would have um, them just be placed on the floor, but if you could ring us, then we could have someone come by, knock on the door, and pick them up. We don't like when things are left out in the hallway. That could be a fire hazard. Oh, of course, yes. If we want our linens changed, we will contact you. Excellent. I had one more question for you. And what was your name again? Rebecca. Um. Yes, Rebecca. So, question for you. Were you here last night by chance? Oh, no, I worked the day shift. Okay, and do you happen to know of the party that was going on up there? There was a party going on? There was a party going on, and we were so tired we decided to go to sleep. However, it was quite curious that there was a costume party of sorts going on up there. Oh, no, we we should not have had... That should not have happened. We do have a, a pretty strict noise rules here, if you do have any of that occur. Simply just give us a call and we'll sound someone up right away to get it taken care of. I'm sorry if that if that disturbed your evening. No, I, I you know, I fell asleep, but I just didn't know if it was like a common thing or if you had a, like a speakeasy up there of some sort. I didn't know what to expect. There's a lot of unexpected things here. So just wanted to get what faculties I have left uh, well, in order. The Chambers Hotel is a mystical, magical place. No, we don't have a speakeasy upstairs. Not normally, though I think that there was a swinger convention that came through here once that had one. I do not know if that is what they were into last night, but um, there's a lot of things I don't know. So I will leave it at that. She types on a unseen keyboard again. No, I don't see that there's a convention or anything of the sorts going on at the moment in time. But, you know, thank you for bringing that to to our attention. We will uh, we'll take care of that. If something does happen, let us know, please. Of course, of course. Thank you. Thank you for your time, Rebecca. I appreciate it. You're quite welcome. Would you would you like any uh, spa water? Yes. Yes, I would. She walks over to a, a canteen and draws some uh, some water and has some fruit in the thing and hands it over to you. And she stands back at the desk. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Downstairs, Jules, uh, Simone and Richard. You find that the side entrance doors to the theater are locked. So you head to the front entrance, the main entrance. Now, that's not outside. Obviously, there's an antechamber in here, and there's also a box office. 
for folks to purchase tickets and whatnot. But you do have the two sets of uh, pretty good sized doors. You open them up and on stage, you see Johan directing everyone except for Jules. You see Olga on her position at stage left, Royal, just slightly downstage. You see Simone is stage right. And then Richard is behind her in costume, whispering something and pointing in the direction. And Anita is standing there with script in hand. Some of the stage has been filled in with more set dressing. The lighting is down and there's green fabric. Or are they green hills where the seats are? Grass-covered hills. As you stand at the door to the theater. Do we see... How many Anitas do we see? Just one? Just one. I'm going to look over to see if Richard and someone are still next to me if I'm not... They're, they're still standing there. So there's two of them. Yeah, there's two of them. One next to you and one up on stage. Okay, so maybe Olga and Royal weren't too far off on the whole weird factor. Because that's weird, right? Yeah, I'm going to walk up towards, start walking towards the stage. All of the stage lights cut out. Anita shrieks on the stage. Ah! The house lights come back up and Johan is looking around left and right. And Anita is standing there as she was working with Johan with some lines. They are the only ones on stage. Johan looks at Jules. I thought, okay, I mean, if you want to do your lines down there, you can. Sorry, I was up taking a nap. I wouldn't say that. You were definitely not sleeping through your lines. You did quite well. I liked what you were doing. Okay, um, what's happening? Oh, we are, we are, Anita wanted to go through a few more lines, and I assumed everyone else did, did as well. But, um, oh, we need to get you into, uh, costume. Right, that's why I wasn't up there. What's, okay, what's going on? There, there's, do you want an, are we having an audience for this? Why is there green stuff over the chairs, for one? What's happening to our rooms, for two? And then you were, there was just a bunch of people up there, including Royal and Olga, and they are still upstairs. I know they were on stage. And what, you do not like your rooms? I mean, I've, I've paid the, I, just, I, I paid the, the hotel handsomely for the best rooms. Okay, but why is, did you ask them to change the rooms from the normal? He gets this smile that is a bit Cheshire-like. Well, yes, I want my people to be taken care of and to get a little bit more into character. I do not like the term method because method is a type of soap. Okay. And Jules kind of relaxes a little bit from the kind of anxiety spiral he was on for a second. I just, okay, that still doesn't explain how I was here and not here at the same time. I don't know what type of... Anita, did you give them any of your... You know, things. Anita's like, no, I don't share. Like, Anita, we just, you just saw us upstairs. I thought you guys came down when I did. I mean, you came out a little bit later when I got here on stage. Just now is when I got here. Yeah, I didn't see you. I thought you were down in the, down in the pit right there. Johan, what's going on? Johan looks at her. I do not know. Come, Jules, let's get, a, let's get you to the, to costuming. Because I want to, uh get through the end of this and then we get to masquerade 
We get to a scene. We get to act right. two. Right. Um. Are Are we going to see the script for Act oh, Two? Oh yes. At all? When? Uh, give me twenty minutes. Let me get Jules over to to costuming, and we can get. Uh, I've got them printed out. They're they're back on the uh, the catering table. All right. They have kolaches. They had a Serbian fellow come in, and uh, I got kolaches. They are tasty. Simone's going to go ahead and head over to the catering table to actually grab one of the scripts for Act 2. You see that the scripts are bound in, like the blue notebooks that you would have in school, the strange little blue test books. Like a blue book exam? Yep. And Jules, he's he's kind of walking toward uh, stage right. Um, I guess I'll follow him. Richard, what are you doing? Grabbing a Act 2. Okay. Simone and Richard, you both kind of like flip through Act 2, and most of it it talks about a masquerade party, and there's a lot of dialogue between characters. A lot of asides. Some of it seems rapid fire. There's a bit of a action where there's movement because there's someone pounding on the door, and then it cuts to Act 3 during the masquerade. Jules, you're taken to a side room. The door opens up and you see again, there's a costume shop and prop shop behind it and two tailors. Can I make a disguise roll to see if anything seems different than what I would be what's used your to? What's your disguise roll? Your disguise rating? 70, 75. The costuming in here is pretty high end. A lot of times when you're dealing with stage costumes, they don't use always the best material, but they make material that looks like the best material. No, this is, you see that there are skeins and rolls of silk and really nice material that stands out. You see that there's some makeup, but there's no labels on the makeup. There's no labels on anything. Even the power tools don't have names on them. Okay, that's interesting. And I don't recognize the, like, oh, that looks like this brand or... Right. Okay. The two tailors march up onto you. All right, we're going to take some measurements. I want you to step onto this little box. Uh, sure, and Jules will step up. They then begin to take measurements, and again, the measurements are precise. The measurements are over every single bit of you. Except for maybe that. Okay, um, are we need, do need to take a mask uh, measurement for you. Or mask molding. I don't think so. Um, yes, everyone needs the mask for the masquerade. Oh, okay. So, go ahead and uh, purse your lips. Um, put the straw between your lips. I do so. And they lay this cool material on your face. In a few moments, they pull it off and it's hardened and you see your relief on the inside of the mask. This is really good technique. Where did you, uh, what, where's this from? Oh, um, we brought it with us. It's kind of proprietary. Oh, where are you from? Uh, across the, across the, the lake. Over by the lake. The lake, like, in from this play? Alar? You know, backstage, we don't have to go completely method. That word is not... We're, we don't use that word. Okay, so you're from Carcosa? Alar. No, no, Alar. Uh, Alar, and then the other one, one of them kind of jabs him. Alameda. Trying to say Alameda. 
Right. And then I'm just going to slowly back up and leave. Okay. Richard and Simone, you're looking over the, the second act. Anita comes over. Oh, what's what's going on in the second act? A uh, masquerade, apparently. Ooh, I like a masquerade. Are there any dance scenes? I'm going to go ahead and flip through and... Do I see any dancing? No. No, not really. Doesn't look like it. Maybe in Act 3. Uh, alright. Ooh, and she starts flipping through. I like this interchange between you and I. Mother and daughter is going to be pretty decent. I don't... Yeah, I think it'll be okay. Like anybody would believe that you're my mother. But it'll be good. I. It's our job to make them believe it, isn't it? That's right. You get it. You really get it. I'm surprised. Really, I'm surprised. You know, Slaughterhouse 357 or whatever it was that you did. You know, you learned something there. Four and seven. If you're going to insult me, at least get the titles right. Oh, you mean it wasn't... Oh, I thought it was like a Bradbury thing, like Slaughterhouse 5, like the Kurt Vonnegut and the... A mix with that and and Fahrenheit 457. But it's something different. Sorry. And I didn't mean to insult you. I mean, you chose that role. So, I mean, that's kind of yours. That's on you. But hey, that's cool. We all got to start somewhere, right? You know, um, to be perfectly honest, Anita. You don't have to be honest. Uh, I think in this case, I do. Yeah, See, you probably shouldn't. It do, it's not a good look on you. This is a good way for a lot of us to break out of the shadows. But I'm starting to wonder if this is the only shadow that you were able to find a place in. Well, you know about shadows. I mean, nobody goes to see your movies, so those theaters are dark. Oh, shit. Oh, look. What's this thing? And she picks up a kolache and walks across the stage the other direction. Olga and Royal, you come down and the stage doors open on the side and you see Anita stuffing her face with some kind of baked treat and smiling. Hello again. How's it going, Anita? Good. Um, I have a quite. Nah, nah, don't. Never mind. Never mind what? No, you've started. Please continue. What kind of experience, like, of scripted things that you do when you're playing video games? Like, you've done really well. I just, I'm just worried that you're not going to re- remember your lines when we get all of this stuff, because, you know, we've got a very, very important scene, just you and I. Yeah, we do. Um, were you by chance able to talk with Johan about what direction he wanted that to go? Yeah, he said um, that we should just keep it friends. I Perfect. agree with him. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, obviously, I mean, I really don't think, you know, someone like like Camilla would really, you you know, I mean, look at you. I mean, mad, you know, makeup is fantastic, but I don't think that Camilla would be into your type. <laughs> you know, it's funny you should say that because while my character wouldn't be into the Mad Queen thing that you have going on, me out of character has absolutely no interest in anything you have going on off stage. So, just gonna leave it at that. Okay, sounds good. Sounds like a plan. These are really tasty, and she eats more of the kolache. Olga, are you a fan of kolaches? 
Sure, let's go grab one. Because I really don't want to deal with that anymore. Yeah. So she'll go to the table and grab one. You see Richard is putting it underneath his mask and eating it. Richard, are you okay? Oh yeah. I'm fine. You can you can take that off to eat, man. He'll try to lift it up to eat better. You lift it off, no problem. His cheeks are still a little bit pink and his forehead's a little red, but not as bad as earlier. Perfect. Okay, well, it looks like your uh, face is looking better. Is Aneta, like, does she have these mood swings a lot? Like, what's going on with her? Oh, guess no, she's... I talked to her earlier, she's trying to push you, you all to do your best. Mm. So, you can push somebody without being a bitch. See, I don't know if it's possible for her to do that. Okay. Okay, that sounds about right. She has good intentions. Does she? Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I, as she's, like, looking down at her pastry, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate. We have this amazing costuming department, and the look she went for was punch. I don't know. Like, it's just time and time again, on and off the stage. Oh, bless. Oh, man. Um, so Royal and I went and talked to Rebecca at the front desk. Apparently, I requested to have our wall taken down. Something that I don't remember doing. Yeah, and I didn't. Despite having all of that room for activities, it's just not something I was really, you know, (laughs) something I was really in the mindset for while here. No, not at all. At this point, I'm going to come back to the backstage after finishing costuming. So, you're telling me that you have no wall between your rooms now? No, we do not. No, mm -mm, no, it's, uh, we're roomies. We're roommates. Apparently we're besties now. It's like college all over again. (laughs) Dormates, yeah. Uh, (sighs) 80% less debauchery. And no AC now. Just the way I like it. Well, you know, the Johan did say something about he didn't use the word, didn't like the word method, but. Jules. Okay, but method or no method, it, it doesn't explain how we were down here, but also up there. What? What? So when we got here, it looked like everyone was on stage except me, including Simone and Richard, who were next to me. So it looked like there was two of them. We walked up. And then the lights flickered, and then it was back to normal. And Johan seemed to think that we were all on stage a second ago. Is this weird enough for us to, I don't know, just just floating around this idea that we just fucking leave? Uh, all those in favor say aye. Aye? Me? I aye. would like to leave. Okay. Okay. I mean, we did. There was a contract. I'm... Mm. And the money is pretty good. I will give that money back. I can find more work. Can you? I think he's probably powerful enough that if you... I don't know. If I get blacklisted, whatever. Like, at this point, this is getting weird. Not me requested a wall to be taken out? And they just did it? 
I I have watched a lot of horror movies before, and um, I just, you know, I can kind of see the writing on the wall. It's not red rum right now, but it could be. I don't know. Oh, man. All right, folks, we're going to uh, read on the, uh, the the second act. Let's uh, let's take it from the beginning with the part of the masquerade. You everyone has their script, yes? I do now. Yes. All right. So gather around. Let's go through some. Let's go through a read. Um, it should not take us that long, and then we will go over some blocking and some items. Everyone, places, places, everyone. It's about four fifteen, four thirty. He gathers everybody out out onto the stage, and proceeds to read through the the stage directions. And I would like everybody to give me another acting role as they go through the this read. So we're going to start with Richard. 20 out of 75. Excellent. Simone. 45 out of 50. Okay. Royal. (laughs) I got a 60 out of 50. Okay. Jules. All right. 64 out of 40. Okay. Olga. Nine? Out of? At 50. Okay. So Royal and Jules, again, you have a little bit of, you know, trouble through some of it. But then again, considering that you two are the ones that have the least amount of experience, that's maybe to be understood. But he doesn't seem to be upset by it. How did Anita do? Oh, yeah. Please be bad. Anita rolled a 22 out of a 40. Actually, no, out of a... Out of a 50. So, that's amazing. again, she crushes it. You get to the end, and the play in the act in the second act definitely picks up. There is a masquerade. Everyone is wearing masks. There are moments of uh, intrigue where some of the masks get switched between the players, between the characters. So there is intrigue, some very spicy and and saucy betrayals because the queen is going mad and the lesser and the younger and Camilla are all striving to take her seat. The queen's husband is told to be dead and he's off scene. The phantom and the stranger flits from masquerade attendee to masquerade attendee discussing their future and kind of manipulating everyone. Neotalba sees through some of the subterfuge, but keeps their mouth shut about certain things. It's uncertain what side Neotalba is. Maybe Neotalba's on their own side. At the end of the, the masquerade, it talks of a loud bang on the hallway doors. You hear a loud bang on the doors to the theater. You look back and the set dressings are nearly complete. The lighting has subtly shifted to yellow and the masquerade appears behind you. Johan gives a quick clap and a quick applause. All right, all right. We have something to work here. Uh, Royal and Jules, uh, we, we have. I have notes for you. Um, but we will discuss them uh, in the morning. And uh, uh, Olga and Simone and Richard, bravo. And Anita, bravo. 
Um, we want to keep that energy. I'm, and uh, he looks back at the stage. Oh, they've worked quickly. And this is what we have to work with. I think this is going to be fantastic. I will let you sleep in. Tomorrow we will meet at 6.36. Breakfast will be provided. Excellent. He picks up a chair and carries it off stage with him. The house lights come up and you see that there is the green fabric over the, over the seats and the theater in front of you. Yeah, okay, you guys were right. This is really weird. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> yeah, it's just getting a little bit weird now. Just now. It may have been weird all along. It's been a... It's been a lot. Um, Anita, we're going for drinks. Do you want to join us? Drinks sound great. I just give Jules a look from behind Anita. Just like... <laughs> Royal will throw, a, throw her hands up like, are you... Where, where are we going to go for drinks? Royal, that was fantastic. I'm, I, I really liked what we did there. It was, uh, yeah, I, you know, I've been surrounded by so many great people on stage, including, you know, Simone and Olga here, you know, just, I felt really inspired. Um, Jules, Richard, you know, just when there's so many nice people around you with so much talent, it really, it helps. Right. And you feed from them and it, you treat it like you're just absorbing, almost like it's a wave. Yeah. You, you, you crushed it. Simone, I'm so glad that you've got, you've got this. You're, you're you're playing don't take this the wrong way you're playing the mad queen beautifully it's 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 great and i know that you're playing i know that you're acting because you know oh so good and and jules you are stretching your legs and uh, olga stalwart perfect 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 and richard you're richard we know you're a genius yep come on let's go get some drinks this was great yeah, we're going to need a lot of drinks tonight. Uh, so we're going to go to Jekyll's. Okay. Oh, is that the one out on the other side of the street? Yeah. All right. Good. Um, Do we just want to meet there or are we going dressed like this? Are we all in costume? Some of you are in dressing gowns. Yeah, we should. yeah I should go change. Yeah, you look a little bit creepy. Just... Couldn't stop, could you? Yeah. I'm going to walk away. <laughs> well, he does look creepy, doesn't he? I'm just going to shake my head and follow Olga out. All right, fine. I mean, I was trying to state the obvious. She says under her breath. All right, Nita. Uh, I think some, those, some of us are going to go change and we'll meet you there. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'll go change too. As you guys head back up to your room, you all go together. The elevator's working. You get to the top and uh, first room is Simone's. Simone, you, you open up and you see that your room is as you left it. No new changes? Yeah, no, nothing new has been added to your room. Except for the blackout curtains. Right, so... I really shouldn't do this. I am actually going to approach the blackout curtains and peek behind them to make sure there's nothing weird behind them. Oh, there's a lake and a city on fire across the lake. Um... Can one of you guys come in here, please? Uh, I will go. Or in. all of you. Maybe all of you. I think all of you. Yeah, as the queen's advisor, I will go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will follow in fall. as well. Please tell me you see a city on fire outside of my window. 
just just touch it. It'll go away. <laughs> I'll go past the blackboard curtains and then reach and see if it's another backdrop. It is another backdrop, but it's a really good backdrop. You could have swore you saw the flames flickering on the on the the city across the way. Okay, he's just getting really into making us feel like the characters. No, 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 no. Stop saying that, because that's not what is happening. Okay, then what's your explanation? I don't know. I can't tell you what the explanation is, but apparently there's a bunch of people running around pretending to be us. Because if you saw all of us on stage while you were not on stage... Well, that's because they hadn't taken my masks yet, which means I think that's what the masks were for. But you've, yeah, yeah, but we saw Simone before they took her mask at all. I mean, you think you saw me. It was more than uh, one of us. So going back to the gaslighting thing, didn't it happen? Okay, <laughs> like you can't, you can. I'm not gaslighting. <laughs> getting really into this queen thing. <laughs> It was three of us who saw it. You can't say that we're all wrong. And then it happened again, and then a third time. So... There's a rap at the door. I'll go answer it. You see that there is a short person dressed in a hood with the masquerade mask on. And he hands you an envelope. He bows to you, and he closes the door. I'm assuming this is for you, and I'll hand it to Simone. Ooh, that's exciting. Simone, you open it up. Or do you open it up? Yeah, I guess I'll open it. It's an invitation to a masquerade ball. Oh, this feels really uncomfortable. Is it addressed to Simone or to Queen Casilda? As well as her retinue. What What does it say, Simone? It's an invitation to a masquerade for the for us as characters, I'm assuming. Well, that's too It's addressed to the queen. But weren't those the same people who were dressed up in those robes we saw last night that were also going to a thing that they said we needed to have an invite to? Simone wasn't there for that. What guys in masks and robes? Some guys came out of uh, a room next to Richard with like cloaks on very tall with masks on and they're like oh it's too bad that you weren't invited and we're like oh okay um so can i make a suggestion just just a just a little one maybe we don't go oh my god i was totally going to suggest that we do go <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying like i did ask them last night and then they were like laughed when i asked like if how to get an invite I asked, I did ask, yeah. I asked, and I thought like, maybe this would be cool. Maybe there was a height requirement. I didn't meet the one for those guys, but this person was clearly shorter. So maybe that's why they invited us. But it's not even addressed to us. It's addressed to our characters, which is even weirder. Maybe it's another one of those method, not method things for the director to help us, you know, embrace the characters a little more. I mean, there's a masquerade in the script. I think it'd be fun. See, Richard? See, See, Richard? I'm totally down to go, but Anita can't go with us if we do go. She's going to think we stood her up at that bar. Oh, a tear. You know what? Considering how big of a bitch she's been today. It wouldn't be the first time. 
Um, I'm assuming we're all still in our costumes. At least the dressing gowns. Uh, do we just go like this? Do we need to change? Um, why don't you see if they left you a dress? That sounds about right. Uh, so I'll actually go and open up the closet door, like not very happily and very reluctantly to see if there's anything in there that I have not put in myself. Absolutely. You don't see any of your personal belongings, but you do see that there are dresses, furs, new shoes, a collection of masquerade masks. They took my stuff. This is not my stuff. So they're stealing from us now, too. I think I think we should all go to our rooms and find an out- the outfits, and I think we need to go. Need is a really strong word. We need to find... I think we need to find out what's... If we want to find out what's going on, this is the only way. I'm in. I'm in. I'll go in first. I don't care. Simone, you open up the dressers, and you find your stuff folded nicely in the dressers. You find your shoes where the refrigerator is. I feel like there's a joke about cold feet here. Um... I mean, they didn't steal my stuff. It's here. It's just been moved. All right. Um, Jules will look over to Rose. Like, well, if we're gonna go, we probably need to go find a, a mask. It is a masquerade ball, after all. I 100% agree with you. Uh, so I will head out to my room. Everyone heads to their respective rooms. Yes. All right, Olga. You and me. Perfect. I want to. I want to see what's going on with Richard's room. We haven't seen his. That's true, we haven't. So, we'll deal with Richard last. Olga and Royal, you guys arrive at your room, and nothing new has changed. Check the closet? You do see that there are costumes in the clo- in the closet. Is it weird to you that we told the desk not to come in here at all, and yet there's somehow, like, part of the production that's, like, coming into our room? Like, how do they have access in here, right? Like, I mean... I have been saying it's weird since we have noticed that there are multiple people that shouldn't be here, or multiples of us, apparently. Um, at this point, I'm just gonna assume that we need to go to this thing and hopefully everything gets cleared up. Maybe this is some sort of huge running joke. Maybe we're on a punked show kind of thing and there's cameras everywhere. Because at this point, if it's anything other than that, I'm gonna lose my ever-loving mind. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't have the experience that you do, but I, um, willing to figure out what's going on here because all this may be my first opportunity to work with all of you and Johan I don't want it to be my last opportunity I agree so we're gonna go into this and hopefully get out of it I I don't know I don't want to scare anybody but this is unusual and I know that you're new at this but I feel like you're doing a great job um Let's let's try and just like figure out what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I usually it's the heat that gets to people, but I think in this circumstance it might be the AC or the drugs. I don't know what's happening. Little of column A, little column B. 
yeah. Maybe they're just pumping it through the air. <sighs> I I mean, given what we've gone through, I I might also take <laughs> the opportunity <laughs> to get some of this AC. <laughs> Jules, you arrive at your room and Richard, uh, you walk on past us. Your your room is almost his last one at the end of the hall. So, uh, Jules, you arrive in your room. It's not changed from earlier. Still looks very comfortable. The backdrop looks fresh outside the window. Does it look like it's dark out? It does look like it's dark out. So they changed the backdrop. That's what happened. Definitely. Um, do I have an invitation anywhere? No. Okay. Was the queen's invitation assumed to be for all of us? I said Queen Casilda and her retinue. As her advisor as uh, Neotalba. Yeah, that would be you. If you were Neotalba, but you're not. You're Jules. But if I'm in character. Uh, Alright, I'm going to look and find a costume. You open up the closet and you see that there are costumes in here. There is a whole bunch of fancy dress. All right, I will put something together and head back to the queen's room. Richard, you open up your door and the shadows within seem to lengthen as you walk in and hit the lights. The candles flicker on for you. Walks in further. You walk in further, you see the canopy bed that you slept in or did you sleep in a canopy bed last night? Is sitting in the middle of the room. There are four candles that are currently lit, illuminating the room only a little bit. It's still pretty dim in here. Is there like bedside lamps I can try to flip on? No. This room is lit by candlelight only. Gonna look around for his mask. You do see a nicer version of the mask that you wore earlier. It's a nicer material. Oh, that's lovely. It's gonna check the window. Okay. You pulled back the shades of the window and you see a concrete wall about three feet away from your window. You're on the other side of the hallway as the others. You're on the left-hand side of the hallway. You've got a fantastic view of a wall. Reach out and touch it. Okay. You open up the window, you reach out. It's just a little bit out of reach. If you stretch a little bit further, you do risk falling. Not worth it. Does whatever preparation needs to do and goes back. Okay. You don't remember all of it, but you find yourself stepped outside the door, dressed in a yellow cloak with the white mask in front. Your sleeves are a little bit longer than where your hands are. You see at the end, dressed in red, Queen Casilda, or Simone, at the end of the hallway. The opposite end of the hallway, on the other side. She's standing there waiting. Jules' door opens up, he's not far from you, dressed also in some fancy dress. And Olga and Simone step out. And Anita steps out, dressed as Camilla. Also with the mask. She looks around. Oh, you guys got the invite too? Yes. Yeah, I guess we're all headed to the masquerade ball. Let's get this over with. Where where is it located? Does it have a location for it? Carcosa. Hmm. Okay, that's 
weird. Maybe we'll maybe if we go downstairs, we'll find another attendee and they can point us in the right direction. Maybe we have to take a car to the coast. As you start to head uh, down toward the the hallway, it's about nine thirty ish, and the elevator is blocked off by a curtain, and the doors to the stairwell are open. And you see that there are a bunch of people walking down the stairs dressed in black robes with hoods and masquerade masks. Oh, I don't like this. I I, I don't like this at all. Uh, 9.30? Um, am I able to check my phone by chance? What phone? It would be in your pocket, but this dress that you're wearing does not have pockets. You head back to your room, go double check your... your yeah, because earlier I had told my friend that we wanted to meet up for drinks. So knowing that it's 9.30, it's past the time. Because I think I told her to meet up at 8.30, and if it's 9.30, I haven't got back to her. You scurry back to your room pretty quick. You open up the door, and you find your clothes, and you find your phone in your pocket. And there's... Where are you? I'm here. Got a seat? Uh, Ooh, this cutie invited me to a party, said you would be there. I have an invitation. And there is a cell phone picture of the invitation. Oh, it's in the hotel where you're at. See you soon. Oh. Kisses. <laughs> her eyes go wide, and she just grips her phone with a little bit of anger, like, oh, shucks. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so she'll respond. She'll try to ask, uh, do you still have your phone on you? Are you good? Are you cool? I'm good. Having fun. Hmm. Oh, okay. Do you want to meet us in the lobby? We're about to come in. I'll be right down. Sounds good. And then you get a picture of her in a selfie where she has a masquerade mask in one hand, a hooded outfit on, and you see that there's just kind of shadows of people behind her. She's going to take a second to figure out what to say. Um, okay. So, uh, she'll just send a message, I guess, to her friend. Be like, see you soon. Get me a drink. So, Royal comes out of their room. And everyone is ready to go downstairs now. Yes. 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 You step into the hallway and traffic because all of the people, there are a bunch of people walking down the stairwell. You get sucked up into it almost as though that it's a stream. It pours out into the first floor and you see the antechamber of the theater is filled with people. There are some torches and sconces lit. There is weird music in the background that you might think is a harpsichord or something like that. And then you hear a bugle, like a herald's bugle. Welcome Queen Casilda, her daughter, Princess Camilla, Uat the Younger, Uat the Elder, and the Queen's beloved advisor, Neotalba. And everyone turns and looks at you. I look at Simone. Royal has a pained, pained look, stepping to the back, <laughs> closer to the door that we came through. We're here. Simone's gonna kind of look around a bit before 
clearing her throat and slowly make her way towards the front. As you do, you see that Johan is standing in the middle of the room, wide-eyed and looking around. I'm going to stop at him. Um, can you explain exactly what's going on here? No, I was hoping that you knew what the fuck was going on. What do you mean if I knew what was going on? This is your show. This is not part of the show. Well, this is part of the show, but this is Act 3. What happens in Act 3? And with that, the crowd begins to chant. We wear no mask. We wear no mask. You don't want to know. Yeah, I kind of do. The crowd closes in tighter, and you see from behind, Johan lifts up. His arms go weak as a blade pierces through his chest from behind. You see standing behind him is a man dressed in yellow robes with antlers on his head. He has no eyes. Everyone in the background is chanting, we wear no mask, we wear no mask. And everyone takes off their masks. You look around, they're all wearing your faces, except for Richard. And I think that's where we're going to end the story. My name is Joseph Newman, and I played Jules. My name is Rebecca Boone, and I played Royal. My name is Jen Whitlock, and I played Simone. My name is DB, and I played Olga. My name is Slump, and I played Richard. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based on the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dream Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Tonight's story, Calling the King, is based on the scenario Curse of the Yellow Sign Act 2, Calling the King by John Wick. If you like our story, there are a few ways that you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons, like this game. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Tom Padula, M.S. Aznikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Bedivere, Shrek Manning, Red Dead Coquette, Blardimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Kate, DB, Mickey Maki, Robbie Nowell, Naya Fenris, J. Matthews 85, O. Mateo, Flynn Gallagher, Phoenix Team Handler Dennis, Knitting Daddy Greg, Multicam Yeti, Scott Miller, and Rogue. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on all the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to Agent Harker through the contact form there. The Redact Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. 
Additional undercurrent music, Rowan Rising, was composed and orchestrated by Alan Strickland. You could find him at alanstrickland.net. That's Alan, A-L-L-E-N, for his classical compositions. Join us next week. Our own reality bends and shifts, molding the facades we carry daily into grotesque visions we can barely imagine. Echoes of the Monarch will take us beyond this industrial hellscape to a verdant valley filled with creeping horrors, the Grand Ball making ghouls of us all. 